everyone. Welcome to the Beautiful Collision Podcast. My name is Jenna Grace May. I'm a worship leader, artist, wife, and friend, and lover of Jesus. You can find out more about me on my website, jennagracemay.com. Well, it's been a minute since I have recorded a podcast. It has been a very busy week and a couple weeks, I guess I should say. And there's been some new things going on and that is exactly what I am going to share with you. If you have been around my social media or anything, you've seen that I have released a new single called Constant and I talked about that on one of the podcasts. If you haven't listened to that yet, I want to invite you to check out that song. It is about God's constant presence and his steadfast love through every valley and every mountain and how he always has his hand right on your shoulder and he will never leave you or forsake you. I believe that song is just a song of peace and when I was recording it even um, I just felt the peace of God over me as I sang um, the vocal and a funny behind the scenes um, little segment for you. I actually recorded that vocal one time. Normally you would go back and record again and get that perfect take and you know those those perfect little nuances and everything and it's actually a lot of work and sometimes I get lost inside of my head when recording vocals because um, I just I kind of overthink it you know and I'm a worshiper so I really like things to be in the moment but with this song I recorded what we call a scratch vocal but we went ahead and recorded it as if it was going to be the final vocal because we've been finding in our process that my scratch vocals were really strong but we weren't recording them in the same process or in the same mic microphone that we would if it were the final vocal so we decided to start preparing every step along the way to use everything that we are doing and so with this one for the scratch vocal the first one I just sang it with like an acoustic guitar and I just sang through the whole song and we ended up keeping that. I may have gone back and sang over like one or two words, I don't know, but um, the majority of it is just like the first vocal and it's, most people have commented on how relaxed I sound, which is really funny because that's how I, I tend to be on my scratch vocals because there isn't pressure. I know it's not the final one and I just worship and I'm just free and um, I don't get stuck in my head with this um, pressure of it being like the final vocal. And so I was able to just worship through that song and um, it apparently came through because a lot of people say like, wow, that's the most like like authentic to Jenna's voice that I've heard on a recording and and that's really the like that's what we're trying to accomplish we're trying to get what's in us inside of us out and that's really hard to do uh in any kind of art form you know the picture in your head to to canvas you know this sounds to you know pressing play on Spotify and getting that to come out that was what was in your head and it it's such a it's so fun I love that whole blank canvas thing and um just it's an adventure to learn how to express yourself and to make it sound like what God has planted inside of you and every time we record and write I feel like we get a little bit more clear um a clearer picture a clearer sound of what God has put in us uniquely and I say us it's me and my husband I consider nothing that I do as a solo act at all I know it has my name on it, but I never ever feel that it's just me or even just me and my husband. There's so many people that come alongside us and we're so grateful for those people. Um, so I always say us and I know that probably sounds funny because I say us for everything I do, but it is 
it is a team effort 100% of the way and and I believe that's God's kingdom design and I, I love working together and linking arms with people there's so much more power and strength in that and beauty so anyways I guess go back and check that song out I would love to hear if you've listened to it um so let's move on to the new stuff so if you've been watching uh if you want to find me on social media I'm just facebook.com slash Jenna Grace May and on Instagram Jenna Grace May Twitter Jenna Grace May website jennagracemay.com I am so easy to find just type my name into google and um you can follow along there I try to keep everybody updated with the new things that are going on so we started a new worship night gathering it is called heart thrive this thing has been in our prayers for like two years and God gave me the name for it probably a year and a half ago and I had so many reasons why we shouldn't start something new here in Nashville especially there's um I heard somebody say the other night there's a worship night to go to every night here in Nashville and if you're thinking in you know the kingdom mindset you're like well why not start another one like it's more more time to worship Jesus and then if you're thinking in the comparison mindset you're thinking oh well I mean I don't want to just start another thing or I uh, I I should just you know go to their their event and you can just do all this this crazy overthinking and I was doing that we were we were kind of you know we were gauging it on on God's yes in God's timing but we were also letting ourselves you know give in to a little bit of fear and give in to a little bit of like why why should we me and David start something like would anybody even show up like and then we had to question why we would even ask that question because we we got down to the nitty-gritty where we were like, this is for Jesus and we love him so much that we will sit in any room and worship him even if it's just the two of us. So we're going to do this and we believe that... Um, we believe that every worshiper has God's mark on them. He's got his, his fingerprint on them. And that every person has a unique voice. And that is a little bit more of like the creative face of God on each one of them. And I love hearing different worshipers' voices in their hearts and even speakers and testimonies and because it just shows you more and more of God's heart. So we also believe that about everybody else. And so we started to think, well, we have something unique and different. We have our own our own expression of how Jesus has moved in our lives. And if we facilitated a night, we could open it up. We've traveled a lot and we've got to experience a lot of different things. And we like to take elements from different denominations and different places that we've been. And because we always find stuff we love, you know, with the people that when we go out and travel and, and we're like, we could bring these things in and, and all the different stuff we've experienced, we can kind of bring into one night and, and start facilitating something that's has our touch on it, that, that God has planted in our hearts. So it was just something that we had prayed about and we had envisioned and we had done a lot at our house, just the two of us live streaming for about a year. We did that weekly. Um, and you know, we just kept praying about it, kept it on the, on the back burner. And we joined in with some of our friends and helped their worship night. And we learned a lot through that process. Um, it actually gave us some courage and, and inspiration for what we would do at ours and just also what it could, what it would look like, what it could look like. And, um, 
we actually invited those friends to join us on our first one, which was last Saturday, um, just a couple days ago. And they joined us and they led this one with us. And which was so beautiful and so kind and sweet. And I love when people get the kingdom of God, when like they get it, that the whole, there's no comparison, there's no competition. Like I think sometimes people get so lost in that when all we're supposed to do is lift our gaze to the throne of Jesus Christ. And, and he is our banner. Like that's the team that we're on. Like and we're all on the same team. We're all a part of one big, beautiful family. And um, when we find people like that, when David and I find, we latch onto people like that, that just, that get it. And we want to link arms with those people. And another reason we're even starting our gathering is because we are praying, God, bring the worshipers, bring the people that want to come meet with you, that they don't, and like people came that didn't even know us that like we just put it out there this just like we're calling the worshipers if you want to come spend time in prayer and community a place to belong a place that you're looking for something to to belong to or come to a worship night where we just want to worship we didn't say like I did put who was coming so they could at least like look us up so they knew that we weren't like crazy or scary people (laughs) and so like but they didn't know who we were there were people that came that I didn't even know that they just saw it on Facebook and I was like that was literally God just being so faithful to like answer that prayer where I said God just bring the people that want to worship you and that's what he did and um the the reason we kind of stepped into this I took uh, I wanted to take a really long break from social media but it ended up being like four days which wasn't long enough I'll, I'll take another one but it was as soon as I deleted that app off my phone the Instagram app the Facebook apps I was free like I could feel the weight of looking at other people's lives and letting that dictate what I did with my own life it was just gone and if you know me at all which I hope that you're getting to know me I don't like letting things that really shouldn't have a say in my life have control over me because that's not that's not what Jesus has done for me. Like Jesus has set me free. He has come to set the captives free from bondage and oppression. And so I I constantly try to, you know, gauge these things, uh, what I'm letting drive my decision-making. Like I want to let Jesus drive my decision-making. And, um, so as soon as I cut it off, I could feel that weight lift. And I was like, okay, God, like, Tell me what you're talking to me about right now. What do you want me to do right now? Because we had come to a place where we, we just didn't know what God wanted us to do next. What the next step was. We had tried a few things and we were trying to get involved with some places. And things were just moving really slowly. And, and that's okay. And that's how my life's been in, in some situations. And um, But we felt like there that we were supposed to step into this thing called heart thrive and we needed to just pray about it and one thing led to another and um I got a a few confirmations and one of them was in this book that I've been reading called Rooted by Banning Leapshirt he's the pastor at Jesus Culture and this book is really really good so if you're looking for something to read it's called Rooted and I'm actually not very far in it, but I got to this part in the book um, about Nehemiah. And you know when Nehemiah is going to rebuild the wall in Jerusalem, if you know that story at all, um, you can go back and read it. It's in Nehemiah 3. 
But um, when he gets there, he goes to like kind of give directions to the priests that were going to be making repairs. And he said, um, walk out your front door and look directly in front of you. And the wall that's directly in front of you, build that. And it was so simple and so strategic. And it was like this beautiful picture of what, how God wants to work in our lives. And um, like, because sometimes we miss what's right in front of us when we're looking at other people's portions of the wall, you know, and we we're watching them build their areas and we get distracted watching them and their other assignments of life and their seasons of life. And the grass always looks greener on their section of the wall. And we can't see that God is using what's right in front of us to develop us, to grow our character, um, to make us more like him, to refine us. You know, I, I love that God doesn't leave us where he finds us. There's a line in one of my songs called Found. Um, it's my first single I released last year. And, and it just says, you don't leave us where you found us. Um, you make us new and call us yours. And I love that God doesn't leave us the way he finds us, but that his father's heart wants to see us thrive. He wants to see us soar. He wants to see us step into the purpose and the calling that he has for each and every one of us. And a part of that stepping into is this refining and he will draw us away into a secret place with him. And we need to go to that place with him on a, on a, hopefully a daily basis, even if it's just driving in your car and your commute, but like to just like cut off everything else and be with him and speak to him in prayer and and open your, open your heart and your ears to hear from him and where he, and he will speak to you where he wants to refine you. You already know those places probably. And, and just to go there with God and allow him to just refine and refresh and renew and strengthen you. And, um, every, every time you allow that him to do that, you, um, you get more filled. I mean, you're more full. Like, you know, he pours out his, his love abundantly. It's this unending flow. And like the idea is that we would overflow into the world around us and to those around us that we would, um, that we would be able to look outside of ourselves, you know, and see the needs for those around us and, and pray for our brothers and sisters and invite them into our lives and, and minister to those around us because we know what God has done for us that we wouldn't hold it and keep it to ourselves. So back to this concept of building the wall in front of us, a lot of us have kind of a dream or a desire or a hope or something that we hope that we are working towards in our lives, hopefully placed into our heart by God himself. And it is a desire that he has given us. And a lot of the times, the reason we're looking at other people's section of the wall is because we are um, thinking that that where we're at right now, our current assignment isn't looking like the dream that we hope that God gives us. And so this is um, what Banning says in his, his book. It says, it takes faith and commitment to trust the God who gave us both the dream and our current assignment to say, I don't understand how you're going to get me from here to there, but getting me there is your job. And this wall in front of me is my job. Faithfulness to build the wall is not giving up on your dream. It's trusting God with your dreams. And that just kind of goes back to knowing that he has you right where you are in your current moment for a purpose. And that he is always a good father. And that we need to just kind of look around and ask him, what lessons am I learning right here and right now? 
What are you teaching me? How are you refining me? I trust you with the dream that you've put in my heart and I'm going to put my hands to the plow right here where I am and and work and give you my all. I'm going to work as as if I'm working unto the Lord and I'm going to love those around me because I know that you hold my future. You hold my the plans in your hands and that they're good and they're for hope and they're for me to prosper and that you will not forsake me. And when we can just let let God have, you know, the control, which that makes our lives so much better, and trust Him that that's His job to bring those things to pass, and it's our job to live in obedience and in faithfulness, then it frees us up so much to enjoy our life, to enjoy our current situation, and to serve and to be a part of the body of Christ and be a part of a community and to look around and see how you can um, love those around you. And so... I also quickly want to share with you a really um, important thing that I learned from another book called For This I Was Born, and it is by Brian Houston, um, the pastor at Hillsong Church. And I tell this to people a lot. It's been on my podcast. It's always like when people are trying to figure out what to do with their with their life or what their calling or their purposes. It's such a simple way to figure it out. And I always say, what's in your hand? Use the tools that are in your hand. What has God given you? Like what is the easiest thing that comes most natural for you to do or use? Use that to glorify God and to tell people about Jesus. I love this one section of the book and I'm going to just read it to you really quickly. It really explains this super well. He says, often your calling is screaming at you. It is staring at you in the face. It is what you do naturally, the very thing that is in your hand. Sometimes people are waiting for a still small voice to tell them what their purpose and calling are. They tell God or anyone in earshot, I just don't know where I fit. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what God's will is for my life. But the actual Bible word called means to call out loud. There is nothing still and small about it. Ask yourself, where am I gifted? What are my talents? What comes naturally to me, that is your calling. And so I just want to sum this up. I know we've talked about building the wall in front of you. What is your calling? What is in your hand? And we've talked about the new worship night that we're doing. And and that's kind of why we're doing it. I mean, this is just what's in our hand. This is what comes naturally to me and David. We love worshiping God. We love getting out all of our musical equipment and, and putting it all through a sound system and sending it out to a live stream. Just all those little things we actually really love doing. And, and we love that it glorifies God. And we love that we get to just let God take the reins and we prepare ahead of time and then we just give him the nights. It is so fun and so fulfilling for us just to be um, worshipers in the house of the Lord. So I want to invite you to those nights, first of all. If you are local, our next one is April 13th, and there will be information about that on um, my Facebook page, and just keep an eye out for that. And also, if you are wondering what you're supposed to do, how, how God wants to use you, I, I want to do the, that again for you that we've done in, in the past podcast, just to open up your hands and look at your hands and just ask God, like, what have you put in my hands? What comes naturally for me? I want to step, say, tell him, I want to step into my calling. I want to, um, I, you've created me uniquely for something. You've, you've given me a unique voice and you've given me a story and a testimony. And I want to use that to, to share the love of Jesus, to disciple other people and just ask God to use you and he will. So 
if I can just pray you guys out, we're gonna, I'm going to pray for you um, on this these last few minutes. So if you've hung out with me this long, thank you so much for hanging around for another podcast. And I just want to bless you. Lord, thank you so much. Thank you so much for using us, for refining us, for cleansing us with your blood, Jesus. We thank you for what you have done for us on the cross, first and foremost for your sacrifice, for taking all of the burden of our sin on yourself, taking our punishment and giving us life when you receive death. And we worship you and we praise you right now for that sacrifice and we we remember the fullness of the gift of grace that you have given us. And God, if there's anyone wondering, how can you use me? I pray that you would tell them right now in this moment, that you would show them every moment that you have walked them through, that you have been with them, that you have lifted them up out of the muck and the mire, that you have rescued and redeemed them. You would show them right now what their unique story is, what the unique gifts are and the tools that you have placed in their hands, that you would show them how to use them, the people even, that would just come to mind right now, the people that you want them to go to. Who are they surrounded by? That you would just show them the influence that they have, that you have given them, and that they would use those things to glorify you, God, to bring the love of Jesus into this world, that you would just fill them up right now with your love, and that they would overflow into the world around them with your love, Jesus. God, we thank you so much that you give us purpose, that you give us jobs to do in this life, that you give us things to to put our hands to, to work for, Lord. We thank you that you give us that sense of unique belonging to the family of God because you are such a good and loving Father. And I ask right now that you just bless the people that are under the sound of my voice today, that wherever they go out, that they may experience your goodness and your presence, God. That they know that you are near them, and that they hear your whispers, God, as they walk throughout their day, that they, they hear your voice, that they know that they're not alone, that they're loved, and they're chosen, and that you have a plan and a purpose for them, and that they can fulfill that even today, right here and right now. We love you, Lord so much. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much. I will be talking to you very soon. If you want to keep up with me, you can check out my website, jennagracemay.com. And really, social media is where you'll find out a lot of stuff. Jenna Grace May, Instagram and Facebook. Hope to see you guys around there. Leave me some comments. Talk to me. I'm. That's what I'm here for. I love talking to you guys. I want to get to know you. I want to meet you. I want to do this life together. All right, until next time.